blocked by Polak and Rice. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, So glad you could join us today, and thank you, as always, for making Locked On Islanders your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, and that does now include YouTube. Just head on over to YouTube and uh, search for Locked On Islanders. Press that subscribe button, and you can have the latest episode of Locked On Islanders uh, there for you on YouTube every Monday through Friday when we release new shows. Lots of things going on today. We'll talk a little bit about Zach Parise's emotional return to Minnesota on Sunday and why it didn't quite work out the way Parise had hoped, but we'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, We'll also talk about the goaltending situation on this team. Some noise on Twitter as to whether or not Ilya Sorokin should now be considered the number one goalie. I'll explain why it doesn't matter at this point who the Islanders designate as the number one goalie that both goalies are going to play, but we'll break it down for you and explain what's happening. And another former captain is our Islanders' birthday of the day, somebody who gave the Islanders some badly needed experience and has now gone on to a successful career in the front office uh, of another NHL team. So make sure you join us for that. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, or a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us. The email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings throughout the season. And I am also live tweeting uh, at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, during nearly every Islanders game. So please feel free. I love interacting with the fans during the games. And uh, really, any time. So hit me up on Twitter. Always great to hear from Islander fans. We're going to start with the Zach Parise return to Minnesota. Uh, An emotional moment for Parise. Look, he played there for, what was it, about a decade. uh, Was an integral part of the Minnesota Wild, the, the team, the culture, multiple 30-goal seasons there, and and just a, a leader on and off the ice. Parise, always very involved in the community in Minnesota. Uh, born in Minnesota, because his dad, J.P. Parise, was originally with the Minnesota North Stars, or at least was with the North Stars when he was born and before he was traded 
to the New York Islanders and, and yeah, you know, and then after as well. So there's a lot of connections to, to the Twin Cities for Zach Parise. And, you know, we talked last week on the show how, you know, Sunday he was going to Minneapolis, St. Paul, you know, Twin Cities, going back to Minnesota for the first time since leaving there and not under the best of circumstances. And, you know, next game for the Islanders this coming Thursday is the Devils in Newark, which is the other team that Zach Parise played for before joining the Islanders. So a couple of emotional games. And look, Zach Parise off to a slow start this season. Nobody contests that. Uh, he started to improve his play a, a couple of games ago. And I'll say this, the Minnesota Wild organization, kudos to them. Great video presentation on the scoreboard for Zach Parise in his first game back. And the fans in the arena on Sunday giving Parise a warm ovation on his return to the Twin Cities. So, class all the way around. And look, this couldn't have been easy for Zach Parise. We talked about how important his role was on this wild franchise, this wild team for so long. And then last year, new coaching staff comes in, and Parise goes from, you know, being a top six forward, getting power play time. All of a sudden, they cut his ice time. He's down on the fourth line. Uh, and, and that's a tough thing for an established veteran, especially one who has been playing such a big role for a franchise for so long, to take. And it was sort of an unceremonious dumping and then the buyout over the past uh, offseason had to hurt. It, it had to hurt the pride of a player like Zach Parise. And, you know, he signs with the Islanders. He has the prior relationship with Lou Lamorello. Feels like he's got a chance to contribute here. And more importantly, a chance to win a Stanley Cup here. And that emotional return you could see, you know, Zach Parise feeling it uh, as that presentation was made and as the fans showered him with the respect that he really has earned over the course of his career. Unfortunately, Parise didn't score, didn't get any assists, was a minus two in this game, didn't play a horrible game, but, you know, didn't stand out. And, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes you get into one of these situations where uh, a player returns home and they it, it inspires them. They have a great game. Sometimes you get into that same situation where you're coming back to the place you played for so long and you press too hard. You're, you're trying too much. Uh, and I think maybe that's what happened with Zach Parise. Played better against Winnipeg. Played very well on Thursday night of last week as well, but in Montreal, but not his best game uh, against Minnesota. And that was disappointing. I really was hoping to see him uh, play some inspired hockey, and I thought he would. Still may happen in Newark on Thursday, which is the Islanders' next game. But overall, uh, 
nice that that emotional homecoming for Zach Parise now out of the way. And I'll say this much, too. Next time the Islanders come to Minnesota, whether it's in the Stanley Cup final this year or next year, because, you know, you only make one trip per uh, West Coast or Western Conference team, one home game, one road game. Next year, the fans won't be quite as nice. The welcome won't be quite as warm. But maybe Zach Parise, if he's still with the New York Islanders, will settle down and play better hockey under the circumstances. So, good emotional moment for Zach Parise. A little disappointed that he didn't perform better. But overall, uh, you know, good to get that out of the way and for the homecoming to take place. And kudos to the Minnesota Wild fans and their organization for the way they handled the return of Zach Parise on Sunday. We're going to talk a little bit about the goaltending situation, some noise on uh, social media that maybe it's time for Ilya Sorokin to become the number one goalie. I'll talk about that. We have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more all still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Want to thank everybody for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So there's some talk going on about the Islanders' goaltending situation. And, you know, I think part of it is because the Islanders lost in Simeon Varlamov's return on Sunday. But I don't think Varley was the reason for that loss. Yeah, he gave up three goals, but he faced 37 shots. That 9-19 save percentage, not bad. And when you consider that he hadn't participated in training camp, hadn't been in a preseason game, hadn't played a hockey game that counted since Game 7 of the conference finals in the playoffs last summer, you you can't expect Varley to come back and be on top of his game. So, you got to give Simeon Varlamov two, three, four, maybe even five games to really recapture his momentum and his timing and to get back into the swing of things. Got to give him time. But I think part of the reason why some fans and maybe even some members of the media are clamoring for Sorokin to be named the number one goalie is the way he's been playing. Nine games played for Ilya Sorokin. 
five, two, and two in those nine games, including the seven-game point scoring streak after the 0-2 start, a 1.98 goals against average, three shutouts already in his first nine games, and a 9.39 save percentage. Now, look, Ilya Sorokin has been one of the best goalies. You know, he was considered by most scouts across the hockey world to be the best goalie not in the NHL before he joined the Islanders last season. And he won a championship in the KHL and, and you know, was considered the top goalie in that league. Comes to the Islanders, is sort of the 1B or the backup goalie to Varlamov last year, gets better and better as the season goes on, has a great opening round playoff series against Pittsburgh, won all four of the games in that series. Islanders probably don't get past the first round without Ilya Sorokin. And now he's off to this red-hot start. But wait a minute. Just wait a minute before you're ready to anoint Ilya Sorokin as the starter. It doesn't matter at this point. We're talking about an 82-game schedule. Not only is this an 82-game schedule, but because of the Olympics, NHL players again participating in the Olympics in February, the schedule is condensed. And so, you know, more often than not, it's every other day, a lot more back-to-backs than normal. Instead of three games a week on average, it's probably closer to four games a week on average because they have that three-week block in February where the whole league is shutting down for the Olympics. Well, I'll tell you, understand this. The Islanders are going to need strong performances from both goaltenders over the course of the remaining 72 games on this schedule. And Sorokin and Varlamov, you know, they may split things 50-50 when, now that Varlamov is back and both goalies are healthy and available. And Lou Lamorello and Barry Trotz, first of all, we know they trust veterans more than they trust younger players. Now, Sorokin is not really young. He's 26 years old. Uh, You know, like I said, has all that experience in the KHL, but it's only his second year in the NHL. So there's that. But the other thing is this. You need both goalies rested enough. You want them sharp, but fresh come April, May, hopefully June. But when the playoffs get underway, you want both of your goalies healthy and ready to go and playing at the top of their game. That means you don't want to burn either one of them out. You don't want Ilya Sorokin to play 65 games, and you don't want Simeon Varlamov to play 65 games, unless you have no choice. If injuries strike, like, you know, there's no way Sorokin plays the first nine games of the season if Varley wasn't injured. Wasn't going to happen. Was not going to happen. Barry Trotz will look at the matchups. What kind of team are you playing? Where does that, you know, what kind of style do they play? How dangerous are they? Who's healthy on your roster? Who's healthy on their roster? He'll he'll pick sometimes goalies based on matchups. Anytime there's a back-to-back, 
without, you know, too many exceptions, you'll see the two goalies split those two games like we did this past weekend. And I think part of it will be riding the hot hand. So that, right, like right now, Ilya Sorokin been playing lights out. Just had a shutout Saturday. Thursday, wouldn't surprise me at all if they come back with Sorokin. Wouldn't surprise me if they come back with Varley either, only to get Varley sharp again. Again, that's why Barry Trotz gets paid the big bucks uh, to make these kind of decisions. But rest assured that in the remaining 72 games, I doubt either goalie, if they both stay healthy, plays more than 40 of the remaining 72 games. And that is a good thing for the New York Islanders overall. Because come playoff time, you want them hungry, you want them fresh. And I'll tell you something else. The friendly competition between these two Russian goalies can only bring out the best in them. Both Varlamov and Sorokin know, hey, if I have a bad couple of games, I may not play for a little while. So I better not have a bad couple of games. And again, it, it, it's, it's pressure on the two of them, but it's a healthy pressure and a good pressure. And, you know, you have a great coach in Barry Trotz, a coach who really knows how to handle his goaltenders and how to maximize the talent on his roster this is this is in good hands. This team is in good hands when it comes to goaltending. And here's the other thing. Last year in the playoffs, we needed both of them. It wouldn't surprise me if we need both goalies again in the playoffs this year. And it will just become a question of, you know, who's hot entering the playoffs, who's healthy entering the playoffs. It's a long road to the Stanley Cup final. It is a marathon within a marathon because... You know, 82 games in the regular season, and then you need to win 16 games in order to win the Stanley Cup. Four more series, best of seven. You're going to need both of these guys, so don't waste too much time worrying about who should be the number one goalie now. Let the Islanders figure this out. Let it play out. See who's hot. See who's healthy. And know that regardless of which one of the goalies is in net, Both of these guys give the Islanders a chance to win nearly every time they head into the goal crease for a game. They are that good. And and I'll say this, the Islanders may just have the best one-two punch in goal in the National Hockey League this year. We've got a lot more to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We still have our Islanders birthday of the day, a former team captain who is now in the front office. Uh, of an NHL team. We have that and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. This episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. We're back and better than ever, a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this year. And head to our new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. And yes, that means that betonline.ag will give you free money to bet with, a 50% welcome bonus, just for listening to the Locked On Islanders podcast. From basketball, football, 
Baseball postseason just ended. NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, I'll tell you, this is a great one. Happy 51st birthday to former Islanders captain and winger Bill Guerin. Guerin born November 9th, 1970, uh, a, a native of Wilbraham, Massachusetts, drafted fifth overall in the 1989 draft by the New Jersey Devils after a couple of strong years at Boston College, made his debut for the Devils. In 1991-92, stayed with the team through 97-98, so winning a cup in 94-95 in New Jersey, went on to Edmonton, and then to Boston, and then to Dallas, St. Louis, San Jose, and then finally in 2007-2008, signed with the New York Islanders along with Doug Waite, and in that first year with the Isles, 23 goals, 44 points in 81 games, the following year, 16 goals in 36 points in 61 games, and then he was traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins where he made one more cup run. For Bill Guerin in his career, 1,263 NHL games, 429 goals, 856 points, 140 playoff games, 39 goals, and 74 points there. We mentioned, you know, he is a Stanley Cup champion, and right now also an NHL general manager. So Bill Guerin, uh, very much involved in hockey, even though he has not played in the NHL in, well, wow, it's already been uh, 11 years since Bill Guerin hung up his skates. We're going to go back and look at one of Bill Guerin's uh, great moments with the New York Islanders. And and I have a little Bill Bill Guerin story to tell also. Uh, But let's take you back to the Verizon Center on October 18th, 2007. Islanders and the Washington Capitals. Islanders going with Rick DiPietro in goal. Olaf Kolzig in between the pipes for the Caps. And the Islanders get on the board first. Sean Bergenheim scoring late in the first period. His first of the year from Miro Shatan and Joseph uh, Vasicek. One to nothing in favor of the Islanders. In the second period, the Islanders get a power play opportunity when, uh, well, it's actually a five-on-three. Victor Kozlov off for tripping. Oleg Kolzig, the goalie, called for roughing. Islanders get a five-on-three. And our Islanders' birthday of the day, Bill Guerin cashes in on the power play chance. His first from Chris Campoli and Brian Berard. After 40 minutes, Islanders are up two to nothing. Looks like everything is cruising. But the Capitals come back. Two goals. First, Alexander Ovechkin is fourth from Joe Motzko at 141. And then Thomas Fleischman, his first from Nicholas Backstrom and Brian Pothier at 614. And that 2-0 lead, gone. But the Islanders' power play strikes again. Chris Clark heads off for tripping. And Brian Berard gets his second goal of the year on the power play, Chris Campoli, Miro Chatan with the assists at 9.39. Islanders back on top. They lead 3-2. Then, 
Another power play chance later in the period. Milan Yersina off for holding. Our Islanders' birthday of the day, Bill Guerin pots his second of the game. Campoli and Berard with the assist at 14.08. Islanders have a 4-2 lead. And then Bill Guerin completes the hat trick, his only one as an Islander. His third goal of the year and third of the game at 18.26. Mike Comrie and Chris Campoli with the assist. Islanders skate away with a 5-2 win in this game. 27 saves for Rick DiPietro. For Bill Guerin, our Islanders' birthday of the day, three goals on four shots. He was a plus one. Four assists in this game, by the way, also. For Chris Campoli, Brian Berard with a goal and two assists. But uh, 10 hat tricks in the career of Bill Guerin during the regular season, but only one of them coming with the New York Islanders, and, and Guerin had some health issues uh, with the Islanders, but, you know, one, his first season with the Isles, it, it was tough, and the team had a lot of injuries, and I remember right after he had retired, I uh, ran into him at a fundraiser on Long Island, and, you know, he recognized me because uh, I had covered the team and, and, you know, done scrums with him and interviewed him a number of times, and we just started talking, and I said, look, just between you and me, how difficult was it to go out there game after game and just, you know, try to say the same things over and over every time the team lost again? And, you know, he gave me a little smile, and he said, uh, <laughs> it was bleep, you know? So so uh, my little Bill Guerin story there when I ran into him at a fundraiser on Long Island a couple of years after he had retired. So... Bill Guerin is our Islanders' birthday of the day. We wish him a very happy 51st birthday today, uh, and we wish him all the best. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we will have our weekly farm report, so we'll get you up to date on everything happening in and around Bridgeport, plus the latest Islanders news notes and happenings. There will be practice tomorrow, so that'll be good. We'll have some updates from practice as well. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NHL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available on all platforms. And yes, uh, just FYI, I do host the Monday edition of that show every week. So please do check it out and join us. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe and, of course... Let's go Islanders!